Welcome to the Garden of Favor podcast, where we are committed to cultivating lives and businesses God's way, because when we do, we see the undeniable evidence of His favor. I'm warning you now, be prepared to cry and shout some yeses and amens as we ask ourselves the tough questions and get honest with God about what He wants to do in us and through us for the kingdom. Hi, sister friend, I'm Heather, teacher turned six-figure corporate exec, turned top 1% network marketer, turned living my best life, dream job as a mindset strategist and kingdom blueprints coach for Christian entrepreneurs. I believe your life is much like a garden and your business plays a major role in fulfilling your purpose and calling. Are you ready to get your mindset and your heart set in sync with the Father so you can bloom into all He's created you to be? Then let's grow, girl. Hey, hey, sister friend, welcome back to episode 36. So episode 35, we talked about success, defining it and and redefining it God's way. And if you didn't listen to that episode, I encourage you to go back and do that. But I felt like this was a, a great topic as an extension of that episode because, well, yes, being obedient to God is is first and foremost the priority. And, but God does give us free will and he does want to give us the desires of our heart. And so setting goals is important. And when we are seeking him for the goals, it's really important not to get that out of alignment with the how. So yeah, there is the, the in his, his will. Here, this is what I always, I learned this the hard way. His will, his way, his time. And so I think Oftentimes, I know for myself, I, I will know his will and I will even know his way enough to, to move forward, but sometimes I will get the timing wrong and it's usually me rushing it. Listen, God's not in a rush. We are and I think that's sometimes why things get ruined. I can point back to specific times in my life where I knew his will, I knew his way, but I, I, I made the time fit my timeline instead of his timeline. And so, you know, I think it's really great, especially as we are approaching a new year, I want to encourage you to sit down, have a business meeting with the Lord, sit down with him and write out your goals, create a vision board, create your God-sized dream board, the things that you want to accomplish in 2021 with God and ask what is your will? What is your way? And what is your time? And so this is kind of goes goes along with that because truth is there are probably going to be, I don't even say probably, there will be sacrifices you're going to need to make in order to make these goals happen. If you want to be debt free, well, there are going to be sacrifices that you need to make around your budgeting. You can't spend frivolously. So maybe you're a Dave Ramsey fan and you're going to get back to the envelope system or, you know, cut out the extra coffee that you've been buying every week. I don't know. I've done a variety of different ways around finances, but there are sacrifices, right? There's sacrifices in order to achieve something. If you want to be in the best shape of your life and, I don't know, lose X amount of pounds and maybe enter some fitness competition, well, there are going to be sacrifices you need to make. You won't be able to eat freely maybe as you have been you will need to be disciplined and so yes any goals that we set whether they're financial whether they are physical spiritual um, I know for me personally our lives just recently changed big time I've shared that 
in 2018, we retired my husband, George, from the corporate world so that he could pursue his own uh, God-sized dream. And then the business that allowed us to do that, we ended up losing about six months later, or I guess eight months later, technically. And uh, well, then our lives just, you know, were flipped upside down and and they've been kind of crazy, topsy-turvy and God is good. And he has um, calmed the storm, so to speak. But all that to say, George went back to work uh, this year. He was recruited by a company and I'll tell you what, that was really hard for me emotionally because we really feel like this job is a divine assignment from the Lord. And so we were at peace with it, but that meant my life changed a lot because I don't have help in the morning with the kids. So I'm not as, I had to get up earlier and I have to get up earlier because we used to flip-flop. Like George would go to the gym at 4 a.m. That's his preference. He would come back and then I would do my workout and the kids would get up and you know we would do that as a family. Well now, George still goes to the gym at 4 a.m. and he doesn't come home until you know 5 or 6 p.m. after work. And so I have personally had to figure out, okay, what does this look like for me? How do I continue to get my alone time with Jesus every morning, my personal development time, my working out, Um, And so I really had to change my routine the most. And there have been sacrifices. And sacrifices look like, well, I have to go to bed sooner and I have to wake up earlier. So all kinds of sacrifices that you are going to need to make in order to achieve the goals that you have. And I think that is really important to recognize. If it comes easy, I don't know. Not to say that, you know, I do think that when you're in God's will, it should work out, it should flow, but we will experience some refining moments where we have to choose what we want more so, like the, like the temporary over the long-lasting things. And so with that being said, let me just be, you know, I am, I, I try to avoid the Enneagram because I don't use it anymore and I don't really recommend people using it. Um, I could do an episode on that specifically. I've talked about it in my Facebook community, but I, I, I try not to. I know what I am and looking at all the characteristics, it, I am like it to a T. And so I'm an overachiever by nature. And um, all that to say that I, when I began this journey as an entrepreneur about seven years ago, I set these goals and I was so desperate to achieve these goals. And my big goal was to replace my corporate salary with my first business. That was my goal. I needed to replace my corporate salary. I wasn't even worried about the bonuses or the, or the commission. I really just needed that base salary so that we could survive and pay our bills and, and all that. I wanted that goal so bad because I was crying every day having to, you know, hand my baby off to the sitter and I didn't want that. And I really at the time, you know, hated my job, my coworkers. I was, I, I was just a bad situation and I would cry every day. And so I was relentlessly working toward this goal. And at this time I only had one child. And so I, I created this habit almost that I was willing to sacrifice anything and everything to get the goal because the pain that I was in, I was so desperate to get out of it and and to feel, I, I hated feeling trapped. And perhaps you're there. 
and you feel like I will do anything. I will do anything to get myself out of this situation. I will do anything to be able to doing something that I love to do or that I was created to do and, and you know, fulfill my calling. By the way, if you are not sure what that is and you want a God an experience with the Lord. It's, it's, I don't even call it a course. It's really an experience. It's the garden of favor framework teaching you. And, and it's really working with you in a group setting. We're doing in a group coaching program to teach you how to find what is your calling. So I knew the end goal and I was making this thing that I was doing to fit that end goal. Anyways, I'm kind of skipping around. If you are one inter- if you're interested in the Garden of Favor framework because you don't know what your calling is, well, that's the first step, right? You got to figure that out. And God knows He's not hiding anything from you. And so I walk you through steps of talking with the Lord and figuring that out. And then I coach you along the way to to discover and uncover what it is that God's calling you to do. If you want that uh, in- information on that, you can check it out in the show notes. But all that to say, I was in this thing and I was making it fit. I knew that I was going to do this to replace my income and I was willing to do anything to get there. I wrote down all the things I was willing to sacrifice. Sleep, time with family, time with friends, time with my baby, time with George, and all in the name of I want to do this for my family. And I did this for about three years and I did, I achieved the goal. I was able to retire from my corporate job about a year and a half into this, uh, this business. And I did that and I kept working relentlessly toward the next goal. And the goals got bigger, right? So that, you know, that whatever the income was at the time wasn't enough anymore. I wanted bigger, which there's nothing wrong with increasing your goals. But my question is, you know, to you, at what cost? At what cost are you willing to get what you want? Because for me, I did the same thing round two. And then we added another baby to the mix. So now it was two babies. And it was, I want to have a bigger business. I want to retire my husband. That was a huge goal of mine was to retire my husband because I wanted him home. And I still, I still, I absolutely love the idea of us having a family business, him being home. But right now in this season, it's not what God has for us. And I've had to uh, have conversations with the Lord about that, but at what cost? And it didn't really hit me until 2017 when my daughter turned one. And it was almost as if her life flashed before my eyes. We had to, right after her first birthday, uh, we ended up having to take her to Children's Hospital. And she was in the hospital for about a week. And she ended up having gallstones, which is extremely rare for a a child, let alone a one-year-old. And she had to be sedated. She had to go, she had to have surgery. And it was just one of those defining moments in my life that I was like, what are you doing? You just missed your daughter's first year of her life. All the little moments because you were so obsessed with your business and helping other women build businesses, even the good thing, right? Sometimes good things are not God things and helping someone else build another business is great. You know, sharing the gospel with other women is great, but I need to be sharing the gospel and Jesus with my children first. My home is my priority. And really through that experience of sitting in the hospital for hours, wondering what is wrong with her and 
there weren't really clear answers and nobody knew why she got them and uh, praise the Lord that she has never had any uh, they told us they really didn't know like we might she might end up just having these in her lifetime and we didn't know and number two hospitals like we are extremely holistic and we try to be as much as possible and we absolutely believe in modern medicine when it's when it's necessary but um we really believe that you know most times it's not and and that god will heal our bodies through we can do it through natural things um and so the hospital sometimes can be a very challenging place because people think you're crazy um they wanted to take our daughter's uh gallbladder out and we were like she's one and the 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 you know surgeon didn't even know why she had these we don't even have a reason why she's having these so why would we want to remove uh her her body part especially at this age and um they just really highly recommended it we didn't we didn't feel that it was god wanted us to do and we didn't thank the lord that we've never had an issue since but all that to say I look back on my daughter's life and I'm like, oh my goodness, a year of her life went by. I am making the most money I've ever made. I, again, it kind of goes back to that the the episode before I shared. I was I was on top of the mountain. I had the checklist of everything everybody wanted. I was at the very top of a company. You know, I had all the all the things, all the things. But I lost sight of the priorities in my life and and the most sacred things in my life success is great and God is so kind and he is so good but at what cost are you wanting to get success so here's my tip for you maybe you're not like me maybe you recognize already now hey my family is a priority and I need they are the priority and I commend you so much for that I said that they were the priority, but then you looked at my actions and they weren't because they were the things and the people that I was sacrificing the most. So here is my tip for you today. In order to keep your priorities straight and to not um, not have to do what I did and look back at your, your child or your husband or your friends or whatever and say, oh my goodness, yeah, I got the thing, but I've completely neglected the most important things. And so here is my tip for you today. What I want you to do is I want you to sit down. I want you to spend some time with the Lord. I want you to set some goals. And then I want you to write down those goals, obviously. Again, as we're going into a new year, this is super important. But then I want you to sit down. I want you to write down the things that are you are willing to sacrifice. Are you willing to get up earlier? Are you willing to go to bed earlier? Are you willing to stop buying X amount so you can afford the coach? Or, you know, are you willing to stop giving up your 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 daily Starbucks so that you can save money for a new computer or whatever it is? I want you to write down the things that you're willing to sacrifice. Because truth is, you're going to have to sacrifice some things in order to achieve some goals. It's, it's, it's discipline. Now, this is something that I think most people don't talk about, and it's what the Lord revealed to me. was that okay, great. Now that you have the things that you want to achieve, wonderful. Now that you have the things that you're willing to sacrifice to get them, great. Now you need to write down the things that are sacred to you. That you're going to put some boundaries around these goals and you're going to trust that God is going to work work in you and through you and with you to do these things, but you're going to do it in his time and that you're going to honor and respect the other priorities in your life, the things that are sacred. 
Let me give you an example. So perhaps for you, which you aren't giving the Lord a Sabbath. Now it's all throughout scripture that we should honor the Sabbath and keep it holy. And let me tell you, I have heard that verse. There's many verses in the Bible that say that. Honor the Sabbath, keep it holy. You know, remember the Sabbath. And it wasn't until a few years ago that I realized that I was really not honoring the Sabbath. I wasn't taking a day off. Even on Sundays, yeah, I would go to church, but then I would work at, at night. And every chance I could get, I was working. So technically in the Bible, uh, you know, we don't really follow the, um, you know, we follow the Gregorian calendar and all the things, but Sabbath technically is Friday at sundown to Saturday at sundown. That's a, that is a, that is the biblical Sabbath, Friday at sundown to Saturday at sundown. Now, I personally have talked about this before. I don't know that God, you know, is so concerned about when you take a Sabbath, but I know he is very concerned about you and I taking a Sabbath. And I did the math and I figured out, wow. And at the time, I think I had to like five years into, into entrepreneurial journey. And I was like, oh my goodness, I have years of Sabbath that I owe the Lord. And so I did some math and figured it out. And I was like, oh my goodness. Anyways, um, you know, for me now, I do try to, I try to cut off Friday afternoon to Saturday and I take all of Saturday off. And I really, I, I like to take Sunday off too. But I will allow myself to do things on Sunday. Maybe your Sabbath's on Sunday. Maybe you take a Sabbath on Monday. I don't know what your work schedule is or whatever that works out. But there should be a 24-hour period where you are not working. You are not doing the things that you're doing. You are spending time with the Lord. You are spending time with your family. You know, doing, doing other things besides your typical work. And for me, someone that's an achiever and loves to set goals and loves to do big things, that's hard. It's way harder for me to slow down than it is for me to speed up. And perhaps you can relate to that. But with that being said, that's a, that's, it's a sacrifice, really. For me, not working from Friday to Saturday, it, it takes a lot in me to not work. Like, it's hard for me to shut down. I love what I do. But I want to spend family time and be unplugged and turn off my phone and, you know, not be connected to everybody else. I want to be connected with my family. And so that is something that has become sacred to me over time. Maybe you have a date night with your, with your hubby that you want to be consistent with and you want to take that date night. Maybe on Thursdays you say, hey, so I did network marketing for so many years and we had team calls like every single night. And I got to the point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Like every single night I have a different team call to be on or lead or, you know, host or be a guest on. And I can't do this anymore. I have no time for my family. That's why I don't, you know, do coaching calls at night because I, that is sacred to me now. My nighttime is sacred to my family and I, and I don't work at night any longer because I spent years doing that. And so I've set some boundaries around that because at what cost? Yeah, I want to make money. Yes, I want to serve the people that God's called me to serve. And yes, I want to help people and I love what I do, but I have boundaries. So I have decided, you know, what am I willing to sacrifice? But I've equally sat down and said, okay, but at what cost? I am not willing to achieve these things if it means neglecting my children. I am not willing to achieve these things it means if it means I can't do this or that or whatever it is, right? So the first step is knowing your goals. 
The second step is sitting down and acknowledging that it's going to take some sacrifices and what is that going to look like? What are you willing to sacrifice? But then the most important part I think that we don't talk about is, okay, but what are the things that are sacred that you are not, it is not worth it to achieve X, Y, Z if you have to give this up. And then the fourth step is like a bonus step for you to, to really do is to sit down with your partner and talk about these things. Like get their understanding, their agreement, their buy-in, you know, set these goals with them. And listen, I, I very much understand that you might have different personality than your spouse. I do. My husband and I are very different. We do communicate pretty well uh, about it. I think I'm an over-communicator. Um, <laughs> but I, I'd like to talk with him about my my goals and the things that I'm doing because I want I want to know that one, he's supportive and two, that he understands what I'm doing. But then it's really important to talk about the things that are sacred. Hey, babe, you know, are we going to have date night every Wednesday? And maybe it's an, a date night in inside in our house that we shut down we get the kids to bed early and then we we've done this in different seasons we're not currently now sounds actually really good um maybe i need to sit down and talk with him about a fresh new uh you know sacred um goals for me and sacred boundaries but there have been seasons where it's like okay i cut off i would shut off every whatever day like wednesday and then that was our date night and so it's so good to get their buy-in because then they understand when they see you sacrificing, they don't think and they don't feel like they are the ones being sacrificed. Also, there's a whole, you know, I've done trainings on how do you get your spouse's buy-in? Well, this is part of it. And, and not, not to manipulate them or to trick them, but to truly help them understand to see the vision that God has given you. That's really important for your partner to see the vision that God has given you so that they support you. Otherwise, there's going to be a lot of tension and, and you know, there's friction in the home because they don't get it they don't they don't they're not having the same conversations that you're having with the lord or that maybe you're having with your coach or that you're having with yourself and so inviting them into that conversation so one define your goals and dream big because god has already created you you know he is doing a work in you and he will complete the work that he has created in you if you if you let him if you show up so dream big you know that's number one is knowing your goals number two is really writing down the things and deciding what are you willing to sacrifice to achieve these goals at what cost and then what are you not willing to sacrifice what is so sacred to you so this is sacrifice versus sacred and then invite your spouse or your partner and if you have older kids, this is like another thing, invite them in, get their buy-in. Maybe you're doing this thing so you earn a trip to, I don't know, the Dominican Republic. Um, I cut, my kids love Costa Rica. My oldest wants, you know, they, my oldest two have gone there and my oldest son, he's like loves it and wants to go back. Um, so if I told him, hey, mommy's doing this because she is, she's saving up so we can go to Costa Rica. He's not going to be um, disappointed when he knows, Hey, yeah, I might have to sacrifice that extra hour of work time or, you know, this meeting that I have to go to or this new client or whatever, because he knows, Hey, we're, I'm going to get Costa Rica out of this. So I, I think, you know, obviously my whole, my whole heart is to turn my mess into a message, my trials into God's triumphs, my tests, the tests that, you know, I've gone through into my testimony, uh, and even, you know, the victim to victor. I, I, I think that it's important 
I've been doing a lot of storytelling lately. It's kind of therapeutic for me. But to really, I, I the last thing I want is for you to achieve the goals that you desire and that you sacrifice everything to get there only to get there and realize that the things that you sacrificed were so much more important than what you had realized and then you have regret. I have had to do some really deep work um, about you know regret and, and and having a lot of mom guilt and a lot of wife guilt and my dad just tried to call me if you heard that phone ring. Um, and I, I just have had to do a lot of emotional healing and a lot of weeding the garden around this topic. And so my heart's desire is for you to avoid it. And if I can help you by sharing my mess and turning it into a message, and that is really setting goals with the Lord, deciding what you need to sacrifice to get them, what do you need to be disciplined in? But then deciding what is so sacred to you and what what is your first priority. And it doesn't matter if, if it's delayed a week or a year or five years to get the goal. It's okay because you're honoring the most sacred things in your life. And then talk with your your spouse about it. Talk with your talk with your older kids about it so that they they understand what you're doing. So let's pray, Father God. Thank you for allowing me to turn my mess into a message. God, thank you for your plans that you have for us. God, we know that your plans are good for us. You are for us. You are not against us. And that your plans are to prosper us and not to harm us, but to give us a hope in the future. Father, I know that the ears that are listening to this, she was created on purpose, for a purpose, for such a time as this. So I encourage her to sit with you. And Father, I pray that you reveal the goals and the dreams that you have for her. Give her some vision around what it is that you're calling her to do. But with that, God, I pray that you work alongside her to help her see where she's going to need to make sacrifices, where she's going to need to be more disciplined, where she's going to need to learn how to die to self and to do it your way, your will, your way, but God, your time. And Father, I pray that she is able to identify the things that are sacred, not only to her, but that are sacred to you. The things that you have given her to steward well, and that the Lord, that she recognizes those things, that those are the most important. And that when she seeks your kingdom first, then all the things will be added unto her. Lord, we thank you and we trust you and we praise you. We give you all the glory in all of the things that we achieve, and we love you. In Jesus' name, amen.